Thumbs up, everybody. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yep. Good. Good. Right. We're we're Sweet. ready to start. Then. Ready. Okay. So you can start recording now. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. We're recording. There you oh. go. Shut up. The podcast is starting. Yeah. You had the thing. You took the thing, and now you fucking don't do the thing. It says it's CB. New. How it are we supposed CB. to know what that yeah. means? Cellulite breakdowns. Citizens band. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Breaker, breaker, one nine over. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Celluloid Breakdown. I'm Joey Bonnier. Next to me is Sean Faw. Sean Faw. Across from him is Derek Laporte. I don't have anything witty to say. And next to him is Tim Snow. Old Timmer. Old Timmer. So, uh, for this episode, we watched On the Waterfront, directed by Elia Kazan, screenplay by Bud Schulberg, 1954, starring. Marlon Brando. Who is that? Some dude. Uh, let's Beautiful dive right in, man. as we usually do. First mm-hmm. impressions. Sean Faw. I'm going to go to you first. Brando you? sucks. Fuck you, dude. Woo! Hot take. Coming, yeah. coming in hot. Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> What's your, hot is takes. that your first impression of the whole movie, Sean? Pretty much, yeah. I really just hated Brando. Uh, first off, you know, from frame one, his eyebrow thing bugged me. The, well, the slash in the eyebrow bugged me. And then I started to realize how like well manscaped his eyebrows were. And that was just bugging me compared to everyone else. And then I started noticing how much more makeup he had and how much better lighting he had than everyone else. Mm. And it just like, it felt weird. And I don't like his performance at all. And yeah, it was just kind of like, yeah, fuck him. I will say the eyeliner did bother me. There was mm. a lot of black eyeliner under yeah. his eyes in this. and It's It changed like, too. Mm. It, was, oh, yeah. it, was, it wasn't Well, it depends on how tired he is. Mm. Beautiful guy. <laughs> He's like uh, Captain Marvel emoting with his hair. Mm, yeah. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful guy. <laughs> so, Derek, what's your first impression of the movie? Um, I, uh, so it's, you know, it's engaging. It grabs you kind of from the get go. And then you kind of, you know, parts of it, it's obviously got a lot of tonal issues, I would say. It's black and white. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I mean, I understand why this thing is a classic. Uh, I I wish I understood more, as in, you know, Mumble what core? people are saying. <laughs> but aside from that, you know, it's it's not it's not bad. It's not terrible. Inaudible dialogue. Yes, inaudible dialogue <laughs> yeah. in a lot of cases. Old Timmer. Well, uh, <laughs> I, this was a fun one. I thought uh, I had a good time watching it. Um, I didn't say I didn't have a good time. Well, I'm not disagreeing or agreeing. You're wrong. <laughs> Just because I I accidentally told you to go fuck yourself, <laughs> it really just came out. I wasn't thinking about it. Um, I'm used to it. Uh, either way, uh, yeah, I thought it was a fun one. I, uh, I how long was this movie? Uh, one hour forty seven minutes. Damn. Wow. Yeah, did not feel very long to me at mm. all. I was thinking mm. that because I went to the bathroom after the movie. And I was sitting there. Uh, Staring at a stream of piss, and I was thinking, man, that movie's short. Hmm. Shorter than this stream of piss. I thought yeah. it felt longer than that. But. Uh, oh, well, yeah. to me, it didn't yeah. feel very long. Um, in so far as I, I agree with you guys that Brando was very pretty. You know, he, he was very pretty. Um, but uh, uh, his performance, like, I mean, he's Brando, man. I mean, how, how, how much more unbrando do you want him to get you know he just kind of looks like sad and mopey like a dog but also he's gorgeous and <laughs> i mean and he toes that line he's like a hot ted cruz honestly i, I didn't um, find him that attractive either but i think uh, it's the what? jowliness the you know he's 
Hmm. I still think he's he does the performance is not everything is great. It's there it's very it is up and down. It's yes. up and down. Yeah. It, well, I mean like AFI lists this film in 97 they listed this film as like the seventh best film of all time or eighth best film and in 2007 they listed it as the 17th best film. I don't see either of those no, in this. They no. don't watch um, enough movies at AFI, I <laughs> guess. Well, I mean like they had to make room for Titanic. Oh, oh yeah. you're uh, right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, once they changed the star field, yeah. then Titanic. You know was... that movie Off the Waterfront? <laughs> 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 um, but uh yeah, no, I, you know, I thought the movie was good. Uh really near the end, uh chock full of uh of Jesus references. I mean, Yo. holy shit, Marlon Brando does the New Testament. Uh and uh a great performance by Lee Cobb. Uh, really enjoyed his character. Which one's Lee Cobb? Lee Cobb was the, uh, he, he's a fella. guy. What's from Johnny, uh, uh, the union Johnny, Johnny Friendly. Friendly. And no. he's also the guy in uh, 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 12 Angry Men. Yep. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed his performance from the get-go. I mean, kind of, I spent, I spent the first bit just kind of trying to figure out where I knew him from. And then uh, uh, just, you know, a fun performance. I think he's a great actor. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, the movie's fun. It's fun. It's a good action flick. Okay. What'd you I, think, Joey? Uh, I did like... Even Marie Saint's really hot. Yeah, she is. Mm. It's true. <laughs> uh, I did... I, <laughs> can't disagree. I, I did like this movie. I didn't think it was great. Um, I'm a little surprised it's rated so highly, like number eight. That's a little crazy. Yeah. Um, Marlon Brando is overrated. I agree yeah. with Sean. I don't get it. Uh, he's good in certain moments. He does... <laughs> Just because you have control of the button, you got as many buttons as I do. You got more buttons than I do. He's. It seems like also he forgets his lines a lot and looks off screen. Like he, there was one long take where he kept yeah. looking off screen. Looked like he was looking at cue cards. Um, Probably was. It really <laughs> like did. He's, he's like known for you know not. He, he his did lines three and... times. He looked all, completely off to yeah. the like where the director would be, and it was weird. Um, he, script, he's probably just mouthing words to him. <laughs> and he doesn't make sense sometimes when he talks. He just says yeah. weird lines that were obviously ad-libbed that didn't make sense, I thought. Well, um, if you if you know you're going to fuck up your line, you might as well mumble it. And then yeah, I think there's it. a few times where it's like, it seems like he's not really committed. Yeah. yeah. Like he'll, like the line or the situation that it'll be in would be like, like even the thing that's the classic in the car with the, I yeah. could be, I could have been a contender. When he gets to kind of close to the last line of it, where he's talking about, like, I'm just a bum, you feel no weight I've behind heard, those words. I've you heard know, that the quoted thing. so much better in so many other yeah, movies than I think he so delivered too, yeah. it. Like, because there should be some <laughs> yeah. weight to that idea. Like, you're admitting that you're a bum. Yeah. That shouldn't just be like, ah, I'm a bum. But no, there should be something behind it. Well, you know? it's all, that and uh, on top of that, there's just all it is this classic line that is oft repeated. So it's been in so many TV shows and so many movies just as referencing this movie. Yeah. But all of those have just done it in a way that is more emotional than that original was, which makes it just kind of questionable as to like, why did that become the oft repeated line that mm. it is? Mm. I think, um, in general, it, that, that speaks to a lot of the hollowness of this movie. It, mm. it seemed like it was trying so hard to connect with you on this emotional level, but it wasn't doing it at well, all. If you turn the me. music up really loud, yeah, yeah. the louder the music is, Joey, the harder you feel it. Good point. Good point. I think those dynamics don't really work in the I'm sense sure, too. Yeah. In the sense too of the music is so big and 
and his performance oh. is trying to yep. be so intimate that the two are kind of like at war with each other. Great point. And I and so maybe that's also part of why we feel that about that performance or you know, like it could yeah. be also the contrast in a lot of these situations, you know? I agree. I think Brando is kind of a savant. He he does, I'm sure he does like a lot of takes and like one out of every four takes is amazing, but the other three are shitty. Mm. Mm. So like if you pick the right ones, he does look amazing and he does do mm. a great job. But every once in a while, they'll pick one of the ones where he's not so good. Or- he's just got, he's got presence, you know? He, he was, he wasn't a great actor. He's a great star. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. He reminds yeah, me a lot of the f- John Wayne strut. And- what the fuck was up with the pigeons? I didn't get it. I yeah. didn't get the pigeons. It, it, well, was, a, it felt like so much of an analogy. I mean, it, it was good for the literal, cage analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. oh, they're the pigeons. Oh, my God. Yeah, it seems to trade off between that and like uh, Christ analogies. Like yeah. it decides halfway through the, the movie, no, we're about yeah. Christ. We're not about, you well, know. Christ mm, was the yeah, sheep, yeah. right? Wasn't he a shepherd? Yeah, but yeah. where are you going to put sheep in fucking New York? Yeah. Well, that's so, so- <laughs> 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 like, Pigeon is the sheep of yeah, New York, yeah. as everyone knows. That's, that's clear. <laughs> He's the shepherd. It's the uh, old timey internet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like how you get messages fast across yeah, places like encrypted and shit. You nice know? this. So, yeah. show she cock. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, you know, no one gets that joke. Nobody no one gets it. We're gonna, they're going to get it. We're going to explain it. We're going to explain it. We'll explain it this we'll episode. It. Oh, yeah, so they'll we'll explain it. Okay. In the special hidden Patreon episode. Yeah. Oh, good. That would be a good call. <laughs> Can we get the Patreon you, up and running. Yet? No, I fucking refuse to endorse Patreon. Patreon. I'm tired of cross. At, you know what? Just that was going to be <laughs> that was going to be a whole thing. It was going to take up a couple of minutes. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Well, since you're talking, Tim, let's dive into the story. Why don't you break down the big picture for us? So mm, the picture was quite picture. big. Yeah, it's a fifty tree inch. It was large. Yeah. You yeah. Know, a lot of a lot of wides. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was it was a an interesting story that uh, was trying to be about a lot of things and secretly about uh, nothing. Ilya Kazan feeling <laughs> bad for ratting out a bunch of people to the Communist Commission Ooh. or the House of Un-American Activities. Kind of, take. Yeah. Hey, that's what it was. Um, uh, so they say. Uh, but yeah, no, I was, I was kind of seeing... In in the beginning of the movie, I was I was really seeing kind of like a a class struggle story, and and like kind of feeling that and and digging into it, and it really lost me uh, mm. through through the half or through through the movie. It's just not a strong plot. Yeah. Um, it's about how much unions suck. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the big, that's the big kind of yeah. like I mean anything like anything the movie's about. Yeah. I could answer with. Is it? Yeah, exactly. and, and it wouldn't be <laughs> no, like it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be an asshole. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's un- yeah. it's not a clear message. The movie doesn't make anything clear, and that, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, has been the big picture. <laughs> <laughs> what is the small picture? The small the picture. General, what is, is about? That he's fucking gorgeous. Mm. Marlon Brando is the Eva Marie Saint of dudes. Okay. Okay. Also, so you're he saying- looks like Ted Cruz, and that confuses <laughs> me. It confuses me so much. Because like Ted Cruz rocking that new Wolverine like, do I beard, fuck man. The Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Well, you, you know. Mm. 
Lot of I should ask my fun. yeah. I hope awesome. my mom listens to this podcast. Every, uh, apparently, yeah. everyone wants to fuck Ted Bundy now, so you know. Why yeah, not? yeah. They've always. Yeah, you like see them. that uh, Netflix? You know. Yeah. Different podcast. Another podcast. <laughs> Another podcast. That's our our Netflix podcast. Digital also available time. only on the Patreon, which yeah, Sean yeah. hasn't started yet. Nope. Fuck Patreon. No, get the Patreon going. <laughs> well, Tim, you alluded to it the the idea that Elliot Kazan made this movie kind of autobiographically, and that he was mm-hmm. talking about how he was a rat, Crucified. a rat. For the what, what is it? Amer- House of American, American activities. Thank QI. you. Thank you. Very good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do, I mean, did you guys get that immediately through that, or did you feel for Marlon Brando? And did you feel for the rat? Did you, I mean, I don't know. Did it, the movie do its job creating sympathy for the rat? I think that the movie was very ham-fisted, and mm-hmm. like it, it kind of ties into how hard the music had to work to make you feel anything. It. It it didn't work in that way for me. Mm-hmm. It uh, you know it, it it's very much like these guys are bad and there's nothing good about them, nothing. Yeah. yeah. And you know these guys are good and da, da, da. and like even from the beginning, there's there's never really an arc for Brando's character. He's good from the beginning. You yeah. know he didn't know that Joey was gonna die, and as soon as that happened, he was you know uh, uh, a, a rift came between him and his compatriots and we didn't see we didn't see a growth towards that we just started there and it's like oh yeah so he's a good guy amongst bad guys okay okay maybe Ilya Kazan isn't a piece of shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe yeah, we he's just, also a communist yeah is what that would mean if that's literally like the oh what yeah this that's is. some projection because then he would be the communist right because uh the guy is like a longshoreman also, yeah all the good people are really are really socialistic yeah you know, and especially in the way that uh, that the jacket gets passed around. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that that was at that point in the movie was probably when I was most strongly feeling like just oh, this is a really good tale of class struggle. Yeah, it definitely puts out that foot to begin with. But it yeah. does, yeah, and it gets lost along the way because yeah. it's like the story's just kind of bullshit. Should we have a moral or yeah? <laughs> Yeah, it's not yeah. very strong. Not a strong story. No. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, has been the small picture. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I appreciated the class element of it. At least mm. that the movie's willing to talk about class, where that is, you know, yeah. not talked about at all. Or if it is, it's like in the movie Us and it's completely like Jesus. alluded to and blah blah blah. I didn't see Us, but I heard that's kind that's of the crap. Thing. Anywho. Um <laughs> I gotta see that. But I, I you like don't. I didn't like yeah, the. I see Detective Pikachu too. It's not. Uh, that, I, I would see Detective Pikachu way before you. It's also you see us. Hmm. Maybe Did, I'll make a day of it. Honestly, yes, Detective Pikachu is also about class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's not profound. But. No, no. What is <laughs> I mean, it's also about like dog fighting. So, like, you know. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what Pokemon's there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want to quickly talk about the ending because the ending was confusing to me. the The bad guy it was wa- Jesus. Yeah, no, yeah. I get that. I get that. Oh, you didn't go to church, so there's this guy <laughs> named Jesus. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> no, continue, please. <laughs> yeah, go from oh. there, Sean. <laughs> Tell us. So. <laughs> I'm just gonna move on. Yeah, man, <laughs> Joey's half of the table. Technically, if you cut it this way. Um, but what was confusing to me was the 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 bad guy wanted them to go to work, and then they passed him, and then they all went to work, and mm-hmm. he was all upset. That confused me. 
Well, it was. Be- I mean, with the idea that they 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 don't need him anymore. No, they, the, they can be their own union. They don't need this shitty corrupt boss. Well, the idea was that they were saying that he, uh, fucking Brando gets up and will follow him into work. So they weren't going to follow the old union boss into work. They're so Brando follow- is their own. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if the if the union boss can't tell people what to do, then he's, he's useless. not the boss anymore. So yeah, I feel like there was a little line in there that the guy said to him about them having their own union. Like, I feel like that was like, it was glossed over very Mm. quickly, but I remember specifically something like that. So I think that that there was one little line in there that was what that was kind of speaking to the strength of the It's basically what you said. It's basically what you said. Electing a new union head. Uh, Essentially, yeah. Right on. And yeah. and that that actually happened a lot in the movie where like somebody yeah. would just offer up oh, like yeah. some straight up fucking exposition in like a, a sideward line. Yeah. It's great yeah. writing. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's so like a lot of stuff just glossed over and then stuff like also like so hammered into your face if you yeah. didn't get it, you know? Yeah. They're like, get this. You gotta yeah. understand it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they show it to you visually. Yeah. Joey's <laughs> coop. Oh, Joey's coop. Is that Joey's, Joey's coop? coop? Yeah. Maybe it was oh. Joey's coup. Oh, but mm. it's written. Oh, Joey's coup. Co-op. Yeah. Co-op. <gasps> Joey's co-op. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. So that's where Pigeon break comes in. On this one. Pigeon mm. comes into it because a pigeon's in a coop. These people yeah. need to be in a co-op. Well, no, the, the whole pigeon thing is <laughs> fucking, it's stool pigeon. It's another term for someone that. So you're saying the analogy is literally the same thing. It's a visual pun. They make that joke. It's a visual pun. They call him a pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. And then they throw throw a dead one at him. I mean, they call him a canary. Yeah. 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 So where's the the canary? throws the pigeon at him and says a pigeon for a pigeon. Yeah. He Uh, literally throws a pigeon. I actually didn't get that part until now. Right on. Yeah. The bird sings, you know. I just thought it was dumb. Pigeons don't sing. It wasn't that I didn't get it. I just thought it's dumb to like have a pigeon thing in a thing where pigeon is a common thing for somebody who's a stool pigeon, you know? I think pigeons were just a common thing back then. Uh, fuck, Mike Tyson's into pigeons. Yeah. I think it's a boxing thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a boxing thing. Maybe he's into pigeons because of this movie. I though. think so. Joe, I, what's the history of pigeon keeping? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's. I wrote that Mike Tyson content though. of pigeons. <laughs> I didn't realize you could Go. keep pigeons. I should keep pigeons. Pretty I don't cool. think you can. You can keep roosters here now. I'm a fan of mm. trash birds. Mm. Yeah. But it is they interesting. They're both Rattlers. boxers. Mike Tyson does have pigeons. I mean, it's the you know big tough guy likes a little yeah, yeah. tiny creature. It's the, mm. uh, what yeah, was the, the, uh, the, the little gorilla holding the, the kitten? Wow. That's a good one. What? That was a okay. good one. Is that what you were going to say? Maybe. What about, <laughs> Let's go what, about the little, what about the little monkey riding on the back of the pig? That's yeah. good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby monkey. I need to. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. yeah everybody look that up right hey, Jamie, now. Yeah. Can you pause the, the podcast and check like it out? It's seven years ago, but there's a song that goes oh, along with yeah. it. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's I'll count to three. I'll count to three, guys. You can Google it. One, two. Baby monkey. Three, go Google it. Okay, we're back. All right, and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. (laughs) Shut up, the podcast starting. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's, we already kind of talked about Brando, but let's talk about Carl Malden, uh, the priest. Mm. Okay. Uh, Priest Dick Nose? I really loved the priest. I thought he did a fantastic job. He was pretty decent. He's good. Really? You just good? I didn't like him at first. He grew Mm. on me. I thought he was a little too much at first, especially compared to like the sort of more subdued thing that like, others were going for in this movie um but i yeah it, it it he definitely grew on me more than anyone else in this movie 
I think yeah. he, was, he was over the top, but he was kind of supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, it was his job to do these really big-ass monologues, these moralistic monologues. So I, I thought he was great. I, I didn't realize he was in so many other fucking movies and TV shows. He's working yeah. until like 2000. Yeah, so. he was. He worked again with Brando, right? Yeah, I think he, he was in Streetcar and a bunch of other things. He was, the only was one Streetcar that after probably. this? It was before. before. Yeah, I was going to say, so I, th- yeah. I thought he looked younger in Streetcar. Yeah. Yeah. I should have said worked earlier with Brando. Uh, Mobby. Yeah. Mobby, Get your guys. history straight, yeah, bro. Yeah, get your yeah. timeline correct. Hey, let's talk yeah. about uh, Miss Saint. Miss hmm? Saint. Ava Marie Saint. That Eva mm. Marie Saint. Jesus. A Buick? Is that a compliment? Nobody's going to get that reference. Nobody's going to get that reference. All right. I didn't get it either. I had to be explained it. Hey, if you get, oh. the, if you get the Eva Marie Saint is a real Buick reference... Let the podcast know, and I will send you. I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> send you something. Uh, I won't celluloid. be bodily fluid either. I promise. Uh, at yeah. celluloid breakdown on the twitters. Yeah, yeah. Well, what'd you think? Did you guys like her? Was she believable? She was. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she was sometimes believable. It, in in the parlance of how believable everybody else was, yes. Yeah, I mean, going out with, on a date with a dude two days after your brother was killed yeah, is like not a little weird yeah, to me. That's, that's a directing that's a writing thing, thing. Yeah, yeah, more than yeah, a, that's a writing and a directing or, thing. Um, she got drunk. Yeah. yeah. That's the excuse also, she took that well, shot like a fucking champ. She, she did. did. Yeah. For her first shot. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was pretty good. I, I, I In did general. Too. I, I did too. There was a couple scenes where she really impressed me. I thought she was kind of doing like a B, you know, B plus stuff. And then she had one scene where she was like an A plus. I forget what scene it was, mm. but she kind of had these really interesting expressions on her faces where she wasn't doing the usual, just crying mm. or getting upset about her brother. She was kind of being yeah. more fascinated. I think it was her crying that threw me off a little bit though. She was a little like uh, uh, B act, B I movie think actress. That's because she's better than that. I think she's a decent actress. Yeah. And when you're asking her just to do the crying yeah, bullshit, yeah. it's like, emo, eh. emo. yeah, I don't think yeah. it doesn't turn out well. Um, but I, I liked her. I thought she had some subtlety to her acting. I think I think he discovered her in this movie. This is like her first big movie. Hmm. Anyhow, yeah. I, and I, I thought the chemistry between her and him. I don't know. He's just not very good. Uh, rando, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like when it, I mean, he's good Tennessee, when it comes to like his close-ups. No, I just think he's cute. You know? <laughs> he's a pretty guy. He just doesn't have chemistry with other actors. Like yeah. it, it's clear they don't like him. He's they in don't. his own world, and you can act yeah. around him and do whatever you want. What, what, like, I, I, I kind of really like like being being honest about it. I really don't understand like the appeal. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I get that he's an okay guy. He's got the ability to smolder and like mm-hmm. you know, da da da. But. Uh, Joey, you were saying something. I cut you off. No, I agree with that. What you're saying. Yeah. I think he's just a little bit overrated. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think a lot. I think at that time. So we have to figure that time too. There's, there's not a whole lot of like. <laughs> Everyone had gotten locked up for communism, so he was all that was left. <laughs> partially, partially that, but, but no. I mean, I mean, he was doing a. I. This more kind of trying to get more towards a naturalistic acting. Yeah, yeah, he was getting away from I'm that sure stage. I'm sure he showed up to like, like I'm sure he would show up to like a casting thing and he would commit to the part. And he actually does say, which he may be making up the lines half the time, but he does say it kind of sometimes as if it is his own thoughts. Mm. Whereas a lot of times I feel like with actors specifically from kind of this era, yeah, yeah. 
it's clearly a written line that yeah. they're repeating to us. I agree. We don't feel really the weight of it. The Aaron he feels Sorkin non-committal school. in this, but at the same time, I think it still feels kind of natural. It's right. just a weird yeah. I think, thing for the character, you know? Yeah, he does this thing where he doesn't, he does dive into the character. You can mm-hmm. clearly see that. He becomes the character. But at some points, it just, he loses it and he becomes lazy and he forgets like what to say. And then you can see the, the gears turning in his head, trying to think of the dialogue. And it, that's what throws me. I, I can, also yeah. have no respect for method acting in general. Uh, that is just mental delusion. Acting is being able to be someone else and then still be your fucking self. But if you have to like trick yourself into being someone else, I think there's, you know, psychological issues there. I think there's two schools of thought on it all the time. And I don't know if I agree that one is more right than the other. I think it's flavors and everybody has to kind of choose what works best for them. I just can't stand working with method actors. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, like uh, if it's a method actor, the director should be shielding them from Mm. operating too closely with anyone else on set anyway, so that nobody else fills that, you know? Um, Did you ever see, uh, it was recently released, the uh, the behind the scenes from Jim Carrey's Man on the Moon? Not a fair comparison. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good good representation of method acting. Yeah, you picked the worst. Method acting is rubbing fucking cheese all over your hands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's there's level there's definitely yeah, yeah, levels yeah, of it. Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. I, I I don't know. Just if you have to go home and your wife still has to call you by the character name, or you're gonna be fucking thrown, like that's fucking bullshit. That like, is kind of weird. I mean, but the, maybe shit okay. So maybe they get something from it. For so I, I I worked on this shoot and I was like, um, at the time I I didn't occur to me this, but like I realized that probably the actor was doing like a method thing mm-hmm. the whole time um, because he would kind of seemingly show up to set a lot of time like kind of seemed like he was drunk mm. but i don't think it was that i like he was, he was just a drunkard no he wasn't <laughs> actually drinking he w- it was part of like um because the the character was supposed to be like that mm-hmm. so and if you if you do that and then you get some interaction with somebody else who treats you like a little kid or something you know mm-hmm. uh and they're buying it then you get two things right one if people are buying that this is real, then maybe that translates to a performance mm. in a movie. Mm. And the second thing is if you can glean something that will be interesting for a scene from an interaction outside of that, like, oh, this uh, person treated me like this, which relates to how they treat me in this film, then that's something too. So, and, I mean, you well, know, no, that's I, fair. I never I, really thought about that. But again. I have no problem with someone like studying. So if you mm-hmm. want to like go do a ride along with a cop and pretend to be a cop, well, that's a little illegal, but you want to like, you know, embody what it is to be mm-hmm. the person that you're playing for a while. I totally understand living in someone else's shoes. What yeah. I don't understand is not being able to turn that off. That to me is where the problem is. So like if you have to maintain that in order to be able to get a, give a performance. I think again, it's, so you mean I like think Wesley well, Snipes think- in Blade kind of thing is what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be a douche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 fucking Day Lewis, Lincoln. You know, like well, well, mm. but like, just kind of rebutting with what sure, Derek sure. was saying. Like, it's not about not being able to turn it off. Perhaps it's about having it on all the time so that you can be surprised in a moment with something that can teach you about the character. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, maybe I don't know. I'm not a method actor. I get it. I'm just it's- lifting heavy shit over here. Quit being a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult because are you are having to kind of like 
the character that you're portraying should theoretically have lived a whole life. Yeah, yeah. You, you and know, you have to understand those and little you have moments. To understand and, that, yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, clearly, like Brando was always method, so he's always like, even if it doesn't seem to work, like, yeah. like I, it, it is up and down in this movie, but I don't dislike the effort yeah. of that. Because I guess I shouldn't discount an entire- They're paid so much money. Yeah. They're paid so well, that, much money to do this. There's no <laughs> correlation between money and worth. I mean, no, it's, this no, is America, yeah, baby. It's true. Yeah, Hollywood works. I like that you're happy that he's putting in effort. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I he am. showed up. He tried. Finishing a movie is not a fucking like achievement. You know, I, I really am getting sort of annoyed <laughs> by this. Like, you know, especially right now, people like talk about Game of Thrones and like you can't bitch about it because like, you know, they, they did all this work and they did it, yeah. you know, and it's like, no, no, this is a product. This is like made for people to evaluate. This is like yeah. the whole reason that you're making this shit is so people come and watch and then they, you know, think about it and talk about it and fucking have opinions yeah. about it. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And I mean, if you come I out the gates you know like fucking hitting homers with every season and then in the next you know it's like <laughs> yeah. like i think we're yeah. just gonna get walked this one i think yeah. we're just gonna be catching yeah. some balls here it's finishing the park <laughs> all right yeah so either way game of thrones sucks joey yeah speaking of bad characters um i didn't think the characters were very good i in this movie i thought they were game pretty oh. two-dimensional <laughs> yeah obviously both obviously well they uh, used to be good yeah yeah, they, yeah, they and used they were to be good, good in the beginning of this movie, I guess too. <laughs> it's true; they yeah. all used to be good. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I just think they didn't develop at all. They were pretty stagnant. They yeah. kind of were what they were. I mean, Brando kind of came around and was like, "Okay, yes, I should testify eventually." And he was, was the only one who had slight growth. It but. was yeah, and it was it was a piss poor. Uh, it was a piss poor arc. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was took, the only yeah. one that had one. It, it, was, it took yeah. his brother's murder to really do it. Yeah. No, he, he the, the woman was a bum. The woman got you know, over yeah. her brother dying, and she fell in love. That's an arc. That's an arc. As is, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because he forced her down the ground. That's not exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not a bum. I'm a bum. I don't really have to be a bum. <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. it, ladies and gentlemen, on the waterfront. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it. In three lines. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, also, almost. there's apparently only one woman in the entire Hoboken, New Jersey area. There's also yeah. only one black person. Oh, yeah. yes, that's true. I, yeah. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos for putting one in. walk a tightrope here. Yeah. Um, and, like, I was really happy with this movie that, like, the, that that was just a there, thing. It there was, was, yeah, it wasn't like, addressed at all. The, yeah, exactly. it wasn't addressed at all. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and that's, that's pathetic that I think it's that's great, you know, bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. uh, but for the time, you know, I, I wonder, I wonder what people said about that then. Mm. Well, it depends any, on what state you were in. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cause it was, it was a fifties, man. They yeah. didn't even have suffrage. There were probably theaters that wouldn't show it. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? I yeah, your, your history's we, a little oh, off there. Oh fuck, man! Can we, <laughs> end women's suffrage, can please. We fucking, <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not gonna come next week. <laughs> you did say a tight rope, so people fast forwarded anyway. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah. I'm really sorry. No, no one cares. No, no, no. I'm sorry to them. Oh. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> all, all the listeners, all humans, yeah. all people everywhere. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I think we should move on to your game, unless we have anything more. 
Let's do the uh, guess the gross. Oh, we got to play the stupid yeah, uh, yeah, music. Take me out of this. Jesus, where's the music? Oh my there. God! How are you guys supposed to fucking? Hello, hello, you crazy cats and kittens! Let's play the guess the gross. You're doing that was just my fucking rando mumble fucking nothing. Pro quo? Yeah. I really that? caught him off guard. And it, Wait, it, no, I guess it'd be pro well, quo. I can't quid. reach the thing anymore because they stole the I button. I pressed stopped. So. I pressed yeah. stopped. Yeah, yeah, it's it stopped. Good. It's good. It's so, gentlemen, good, good. we've got some uh, some movies. And, yeah, movies. Uh, you guys are going to tell me uh, how much they made. And uh, these movies are going to be your uh, your boxing movies there. Oh, yeah, boxing your movies. Boxing yeah, boxing movies. Yeah, movies, movies, boxing movies, movies. Movies about, hey, movies nice about a fight. Show us your car. Yeah, boxing, nice tip. Show us your car. And we're going to explain that in a bit, in a bit. No, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Let's keep them it's waiting. Hard to, yeah, yeah, maybe we will. Not really a boxing movie. Okay. There are boxes in it. Your legacy is more than your name. In 2015, directed by Ryan Coogler, we have Creed. The original Creed. Oh my God! How much um, did it make domestic oh total gross? Gentlemen. Oh God! Uh, oh, oh God. are we forcing you guys to write down your uh, your? No, is that uh, what we're gonna do? Because it's a fucking podcast. Well, because then, yeah. then there's the whole prices writing of things, you know. So you can either one up or one down the guy that went before oh, you. Oh yeah, he's so, got a good point. Know, we could totally do it that way, and then it's like actual guesses. Yeah. I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write mine on a. Uh, Why can't we just yep. remember it? It's a number. No, we're gonna because write then it on you thing, can game right? strategy your way yeah, into yeah, fucking winning without actually knowing. Unfair. Fucking unfair. So go ahead and write down your guesstimate for how much Creed okay. made in 2015 okay. when it was released. All right. So let's, uh, Joey, what was your guess on Creed? $200 million. Wow. $200 million, Ooh. says Joseph Barnier. Wow. wow. Mr. Derek Laporte. $148 million. $148 million, says Derek, Derek Laporte. Derek, don't stop it. And Mr. Tim Snow. I had it at 186. 186. Ooh. Actually meant to write 168. 186 and, uh, million. Wrote the eighth first. <laughs> well, you gentlemen have way too much faith in Mr. Ryan Coogler. This movie only made 109 million dollars in <laughs> the right. box office. That's Google a win for me. Gross. This is a Rocky movie, people. What the shit? Uh, kind of yeah. Rocky. Yeah. It's also Ryan Coogler, man. Come oh, on, yeah. gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Black Panther. He's great. Looks yeah. like a butterfly and sting like a bee. In 2001, Mr. Michael Mann directed Ali. Ali, Bumbaye. Ali, Bumbaye. Oh, we got In 2001, how much did Ali make? That was the moment of Michael Mann. Uh, yes. Additionally, that was the moment of... The man of the moment? Yeah. Yeah, was... this was uh, Will Smith and yeah, Jamie Foxx, John Voight, Mario Van Peebles. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, oh, from Wild Wild Westworld fame. Uh, let's see. Yeah, not really much else. We're not okay. there. Uh, so, gentlemen, everyone ready to go? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's start with Derek Laporte. Uh, 124. $124 million, says Derek. Yeah, Tim didn't write his down. We got to wait for Tim to write down. Uh, Tim, why why do I have to write it down? It's in my head. No. You should have wrote it down oh, already. It's a yeah. three-digit number. You're going to cheat Because me. we can't trust you. Okay. Yeah, we gotta write it down. You already- <laughs> Write yeah. it down, yeah. Tim. You see, you yeah, can't you even remember it. Already- Can't remember it long enough to write it fucking down. Oh, I guess I was kind of waiting. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, oh, now that's yeah. the- yeah. So you're not supposed wow. to do that wow. anymore. So now you got to guess something really high. Wow, 348 Jesus million or something. Christ. No. So yeah. in 2001, how much did it doesn't count. No, 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 no. The, the, this is the first number that I thought. I promise. Would I lie? Yes. 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 <laughs> 
What was it? Oh, it's 109. <laughs> it's a podcast. You got to tell us. $109 million. Wow. Yeah. And then Joseph Bonnier. I said 105. 105. Wow. Again, you gentlemen are it's, all way too generous. Yeah. Uh, Ali came in at $58 million. That's good for you. <laughs> That's good for you. You yeah, were better, everybody. Still I wonder what the double budget was. What it really for that. was. Um, There's a lot of big names. Yeah. Yeah. So, gentlemen, uh, let's see here. <sighs> Behind his silence, there is a past. Oh. Behind her dreams, there is a feeling. Behind hope, there is a memory. Behind their journey, there is love. Man, I'm in not 2004, watch this directed by Mr. Clint Eastwood. Uh, we have Million Dollar Baby. No wonder the log lines suck <laughs> yes. so much. It's a Clint Eastwood thing. Holy cow. Shark takes and log lines. All right. My God. All right. So what was it? Million Dollar Baby? Million Dollar Baby. Yes, sir. Yeah, fucking Mystic River so douchebag. What did Million Dollar Baby bring in? I'm going to be no. biased. Gentlemen, yeah. are we ready to go? I love yeah. the Clint. Okay. I love uh, the Clint. Mr. You love the Joseph Clint? <laughs> did Tim write his down? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I did. $65 million. $65 million says to Joe. Oh, man, I priced this right at you. What'd you get? Derek? $64. $64 million says Derek. Oh, I overshot. <laughs> the $132. Maybe million. Not. I've never seen Maybe the not. movie and a lot of people have told me about it. So You motherfuckers are making me do math. Oh, it's in the middle. Yeah, the no uh, grand total comes in at $100 million. Oh, mm. uh, I feel like that I win that. Yeah, uh, Timmer coming in at $132. Yeah. Wow, that was too much. It was too much. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, That's what you oh, picked. That's yeah, one you that you can't, can't, you can't stop. Nobody that told me. I told Don't you hit that one. You can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> that is Maxine Waters uh, taking over the Senate. Like, the House, when are right? you going to remove that one? Like, I, yeah, it's a Paul tinkering thing. You never know when you're going to need it. Please clap. Oh, that, yeah, that's mislabeled then. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> that's not my fault. Yeah, it's supposed to be Jeb Bush. Your fault. You know, you, right, you, you press the button, you take the, buy the ticket, take the ride. Uh, yeah. So, if you can't find the perfect contender, make one. Hmm. In 1996, directed by Reginald Hoodlin? Hoodlin? Uh, yeah. The Great White Hype. I have um, never even what? heard of this. <laughs> starring who? Uh, this movie is starring Samuel Jackson, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Corbin Burnson, John Lovitch, Cheech Marin. Uh, this is, I believe, Jamie Foxx as a boxer before he was a boxer in Ali. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. Okay. About I don't know what to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, All right. 1996 is the Great White Hype. 1996. Yes. Okay. Well. Okay. Um, Everyone locked. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Joey, what do you got? Thirty-six million dollars. Six million dollars, says Joey. Timmer. Generous, Joey. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve million dollars, says Timmer. Derek. I got eight point five. Eight point oh five million dollars, says Derek. I wouldn't watch this movie. And. 
Derek almost right on the fucking nose. No Eight way. million dollars. Wow. wow. Was brought in by the great white. I was way too cheap. Wow. <laughs> not as close as I was last week. I'm not That's sad. true. You were right on it. It was like $200,000 away. All right, gentlemen. Every dream deserves a fighting chance. In 2010, directed by David O. Russell, we have The Fighter. Mm. Mm. We got ourselves a Murky Merc and a Christian Bale and an Amy Adams. And uh, eh, no one else I really care about. We locked in? No. Oh. Yes. Okay. 2010. The f- oh, Fighter. Uh, Joey. $96 million. $96 million, says Joey. Mm. Tim. $52 million bucks. $52 million, says Tim. Derek. I went $84 million. $84 million, Jeez. says Derek. Which is probably... And very, very close. Uh, the total coming to $93 million. Wow. Joey takes it. Good job, 96. Joey. Nice. All right, gentlemen. Last one on the board for the day. A comedy about a family that fights a little differently. In 2019, directed by Stephen Merchant, Fighting With My Family. Directed by Stephen Merchant? It was. Yeah. Stephen Merchant's uh, director. Yeah. Guess so. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in this movie. Dwayne. Fighting yeah. With My Family? Lena Headley. Wait, what movie Lena Headley's in that? Uh, yeah. Oh, this, um, wait, this is last year? Yeah, this is very recent. This is 2018, 2019. This is the uh, movie about the, the girl that joins the WWE uh, wrestling. The uh, Rock is Actually, in. the title being so shit yeah, is yeah. kind of how we it know is it's a, a recent shit. movie. Yeah. It's a shit title. Recent movies have the worst fucking titles. I don't mm. know. Like, is the guy that wrote titles in the John and locked in there? Or yeah. something? It's okay. a fairly decent movie, but the title does it absolutely no justice. Okay, right. so. so this was 2019's Fighting With My Family. Let's go with Derek first. I uh, went $42 million. $42 million, Jeez. says Derek. That's generous. Timmy. $75. $75 $75 million, says Timmer. $52. $52 million, says Joey. And again, you all gave this movie a little too much credit. It came in at $22 million. Mr. Yeah. Derek Laporte takes Terrible name for a movie. It is. And it like it like you said, it's a good movie. And it fucking the 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 name makes it sound like one of those like sappy fucking things that you're gonna go and cry for yeah. like three hours. Yeah. And it is, you know, a fun fucking Oh, you it know. sounds like a shit comedy to me. Yeah, it's yeah, it's good. Man, it's got it's got the the rock. I bet Anything I could probably catch it on Netflix or something. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's about what it's worth. Maybe but, a good afternoon watch. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, uh, Mr. Derek Laporte takes the the win for today. Good job, D Rock. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna clap too. Yeah. 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 Ah, that one's not Maxine Waters, no. right? No, yeah, that's... we know the please clap is. And yeah. what is Waters' time? Would that 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 must be? That's please probably clap. the same thing. Oh. Is it? I don't know. Try oh. it. Should I try it? Yeah. No, that's not anything at all. That is completely. <laughs> you gotta work on wrong. this board yeah, here, man. Tried. Yeah, brand Sorry. new board. Brand Shit new board, happens. guys. Um, I love Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking as <appropriate>. very appropriate. <laughs> it's just a button that just says Joey Jesus. And yeah. It's like I got it. No. <laughs> it's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when I said it. I said it. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know about transition from Jesus. Again. Yeah, how you transition? I don't know. Um, but the sound. Let's talk about the sound. Um, 
the music guys did you guys have a problem with the music <laughs> yeah yeah it was real yeah. it was too good what was with <laughs> the music all right so the it music God. Okay. Well, not only was it loud, it was just and it inappropriate. Was, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was some Renzo Rossellini shit. Do you guys know who composed this music? Renzo Rossellini. None other than Leonard Bernstein. Oh, Jesus. really? <laughs> yes. One of the greatest composers in the Billy history Joel of song? music. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No. Leonard Bernstein. Yeah. Of the Let's bear. Take that. Yeah. Oh no, that's already done. <laughs> God damn it. That's yeah. Berenstain, isn't it? No, it's Bernstein. Oh, well, yeah, I forget. It's like it's, some weird, like... It depends like, on what universe you were actually born in. Exactly, because yeah. I grew up in the Berenstein Bears universe, right. yeah, and yeah. It's, it's fucking not. Mm. Weird. Somewhere along the... This is the darkest timeline. Yeah, yeah. Is Nelson Mandela alive in your universe? Uh, no, Mandela died, and Sinbad is Shazam. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's the world mm. I live in. So, let's take the sound mixer for this movie and... Kazam. Kill them? Because... Maybe. We probably already did. Probably did. Yeah, we yeah. could dig them up. What were they thinking? Um, mm. I don't understand how... Maybe it's possibly this is the version we got. But the mixing is so off point. The music is just insanely loud. The dialogue is so low. The background sounds are too low, if I'm, at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm willing to... To write that off as the, the version we were watching and my speakers and, you know, sure. technology... All of that aside, they were just the complete wrong choices for music. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I do agree. So many scenes where it's just antithetical to what we're yeah. watching. I get what they were trying to do at some points, but a lot of times they, it was like they got this great piece of music by Leonard Bernstein and the music editor probably was like, I have nowhere to put it. I can't chop it up. So it would continue. So it was like it fit for the first movie, like five seconds of this like montage. Yes. And then it would continue and it was like, this doesn't fit. Ooh. And it would continue. And then there was a dialogue scene and it was on top of the dialogue. We don't understand what the fuck the actors are saying. Yeah, it would be so like, like the murder music from Psycho. Yeah. And right. he's just like sitting there having a cigarette. It's but worth it's like- pointing out to the listeners that we re- we actually had to turn on the subtitles just to understand oh, yeah. everything. That That's a saying. whole different issue, though. <laughs> that is, I'm working. Partially Brando's acting. That's, I mean, but it's part, the reason it's we turned it on was because we couldn't understand what the fuck even Marie Saint was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, nobody in. The so scene. there was it was interesting because there was either too much music, it was too loud, or the there was a complete absence of music. And I thought that a lot of these dialogue scenes could have used a couple of little flourishes, a couple of little ostinatos or some little moments. Glissando. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> One could always use more glissandos. Hmm. He, he did use a lot of glissandos, but he used them on top of actors talking, which was annoying. So, uh, anywho, Where I'm just saying, them? you know... <laughs> In the 90% of footage where no one is talking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anywho, let's get to the dialogue. Okay. Uh, you need to do something, people. You need to do something. Uh, you mean be eating? Like as an actor, I should just always be eating? Yeah. No, I mean, you need to fix the dialogue. I can't have a movie where I can't understand 90% of the actors. It doesn't work. And especially because if you turn the, music, the, the volume all the way up, it just makes the music unbearable and mm-hmm. this movie unbearable. Um, it needs better EQing. I don't understand how they didn't have EQ in the 50s. They totally did. Maybe it wasn't very good. There was a lot of room tone issues where the room tone could clearly be heard coming in and out of oh, continuous yeah. scenes <laughs> where I was surprised at how obviously bad that was. You could definitely use ADR and continue that shitty room tone. It really, maybe, maybe it was the, the version we saw. Because, like, I mean, it, 
seventh best film of all fucking time. <laughs> I really don't think even a good mix would make this seven best. I, yeah, like fair point, but like even like with the points that Joey's bringing up about the sound, it's just like becoming astounding to me. Yeah, in that well, we were ver- watching a Criterion version, so it's like something that should oh, be so as fuck. you know fairly. Fairly polished as it can be. But yeah. then again, I don't know. Does Criterion like mess with stuff or do they try and just like. They restore it in the yeah, faith of the original. Yeah, you know? yeah. There was some stuff they in there that Star was Wars like. Yeah, 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 there was some stuff in there, like, especially in some of the blacks that was like weird too. Like, so I, I just don't know about, yeah. about yeah, yeah. This, their process. This process and this version. And yeah, yeah. When it's digitized. Yeah, yeah, true. Sound wise too. There was a moment, we alluded to it earlier, where in the subtitles it said, no audible dialogue, yeah, yeah. in parentheses, multiple times. Joey had the joke of the whole movie there. What did I say? You it, said, uh, uh, well, oh, it just came up with no audible uh, dialogue, and it's like, that should be the title of the movie. And we all we all had a good yuck. Yep. It was a good laugh. It was better when, you know, it happened. Yeah, but... yeah. When you explain a joke. Yeah, I, I get it. Um... What did you guys think of the scene in the uh, in the car with uh, with Brando and his brother? It was really nice to see how you can shoot a car scene without having to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to shoot a car scene on a, on a couch on a in a garage? Exactly. Yeah. I was so shocked to know that that I had a, I what I could have been a contender line, one of the most famous uh, lines yep. in. Film yeah. history in that was shot scene. in some like half a car with some random yeah. grip throwing a light past their face. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that like uh, that I was thinking about during that scene is like, oh my, God, I'm a good. I couldn't believe it. It was like thesis film in college. I did the same fucking light gay. (laughs) It's uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just shocked. It was like this is ninth festival. This is just like this is student. This is student filmmaking with above edge average acting. That's all that scene was. Uh, And and again, again, even yeah, even then, Brando is hit and miss. And but anyways, my point is that that scene also could have been a little bit better sound wise with giving just a little traffic sound, yeah. a little background sound, anything, yeah. anything, there was, a the horn. Camera wasn't, the camera they did was have totally a horn on the hill. It was yeah. so on hill. They shook the couch once in a while. <laughs> did they? <laughs> yeah, they shook the couch they were sitting on. The camera was still stable. Yeah, the camera was totally still. Like yeah. it just, I don't know. Everything about that scene was garbage. It wasn't just there was. I wanted one sound. I wanted continuous traffic as though yeah. they were driving. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just Give me some, just, maybe some just, horns, maybe just yeah. something. The also, city. Also, what car has shutters in the back window? <laughs> Apparently, Suicide Door Cab is from the 1950s. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. The yeah. biggest fucking cab ever. That yeah. would take two lanes wide. That was insane. That was yeah. a big yeah. cab. Um, what did you guys think besides that? I mean, if we didn't have the closed caption on, you know, if we didn't have the subtitles on, what, would you have been? Okay with that, with not understanding half the dialogue? Are you okay with that? I, I, I uh. saw it personally as like the well the, the mixing aspect of not understanding the dialogue, I you know, that that's just bad. You know, I'll forgive that in some ways. There's no there's no two ways around that. It's just bad. But uh, with the mumbling, some of the lines and people kind of like having sort of muddy accents and stuff like that, I kind of just took it as like, I, as the viewer, am not supposed to feel at home here. Okay. And so when I don't understand something, it's because I'm not meant to. Hmm. Um, 
Because you're you're supposed to feel very uncomfortable yeah. in the space that is Brooklyn in this picture, you know. Um, well, and they even play with that a lot. There's a lot of like yeah. him talking and the horn goes off. Or, yeah, like, yeah. The big yeah. whistle. The well, I mean, and also and, like yeah. in the beginning of the movie, you know, it's just like you're from Greenpoint. Go back to Greenpoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, so you think it worked for this specific movie for that aspect of the movie for me it worked because that's the way i saw it mm-hmm. you know i that's and that's yeah. that's all i have to say about intellectually that. i think that's a good concept it didn't work for me in this movie mm. like, i think i it, understand that is an idea and like a way to treat characters and the way to treat an audience yeah but for this movie i just i guess i wasn't engaged enough to care enough well, this movie was a swing in the mist yeah, swing yeah. and miss with a yeah. lot of stuff yeah. but yeah. I, I i saw the intention there right. or i placed the intention there so I could enjoy the movie more. <laughs> it's, I hate giving things credit just because, like, you know, they finished the movie. Yeah, that's, that's art. I think in this movie it was somewhat okay because a lot of the scenes were very telegraphed. Meaning, yeah. you know, you could just look at Marlon Brando's face and see what was going on. Like, there was a scene between him and Ava Marie Saint. And uh, and they, I couldn't understand literally a minute long of dialogue. And mm. I still, on the next scene, they were going out on a date. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Okay, fine. I knew what happened. Whatever. I get the summary. You could tell, you could tell yeah. their body yeah. language. Exactly. And also, so, that yeah. was kind of the point of the scene. <laughs> right. And, exa- yeah. Yeah, I, and I think it that worked for- about what they were saying. Yeah, it was yeah. just yeah. kind of- It yeah. worked for those moments. Sweet I just nothings think- nothings being whispered. In general, it does bother <laughs> me. I th- and I think in nowadays, we talked about this before many times, but I think we're just kind of used to clean- sounding dialogue for every word so every time there's anything that's muffled or unheard it's well also like mostly the whole point of be of watching a movie is getting to eavesdrop on someone else's life and like when all of a sudden you are cut off from what it is that you're you know trying to understand it is i don't know frustrating as an audience and like if you don't wield that wand wisely it's going to yeah oh, that was a nice alliteration well if uh, something's meant to be frustrating yeah yeah, yeah. that's a thing exactly. but that's this yeah, movie, i see though. your argument that it probably that it might not have been yeah yeah or if it was it was done poorly yeah um I don't know. I don't know if you have to frustrate your audience just because we're in Hoboken and it's- No, no. I'm saying like as a technique, it is something that could be useful in movies. In this movie, it doesn't work. I buy buy what both of you are saying. Yeah. You dig what I'm laying down? I just, I'm baffled by almost all of the creative sound decisions. (laughs) I think that almost none of them work. I think this is this is an early rendition of the thing of like big emotional scenes. So mm. let's have the sound of yep, something yep. else in it. How um, are they going to know how to feel? Right. Yeah. 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 Or like, or like, we don't want to hear the actress cry. Let's just have like some loud noises over yeah, that yeah. and like blow through that scene like that. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> that that fucking too. scene, man. That bothered yeah. me. Um, I, yeah. I did write down great composer, bad music editor. I think that needs to be clear. Like, huh. there's a big difference here between composing wonderful pieces of music that sometimes, especially back then, were not easy to do to time. I'm sorry, mm. we're not easy to do to picture, rather. So, you know, there's two ways to compose. You can literally just say, oh, I'm going to compose a three minute song, you know, from here to here, whatever. Or you can literally just watch the movie and compose to the movie as you watch it. Yeah. Back then, that was really fucking tough to do. You know, you, I bet you could kind of do it, but it was very difficult. So, I think Leonard Bernstein probably came up with these three minute, two minute, one minute, whatever, little 
you know, moments and they didn't know what to do with them. And they, and the music editor was bad. He just couldn't like, couldn't break them up properly. And he mm. kind of like let them overlap onto different scenes and started them before they should have. And you got all these different moments that you think. So you're saying he just made some songs and said, here, sprinkle yeah. them in wherever. I believe it's, it's what it feels like. If you looked at the timeline like. of yeah, it yeah. on like an editing software totally. today, it'd just be a fucking mess. Yeah, yeah. I think there were some moments that did line up like a, like a couple like strings, like bum, bum, bum. But I think that was More the editor. More might have been. I think that was honestly the editor pulling from other oh, uh, right. parts of the song and pit pin, pit pin, trying to, yeah, excuse me, putting pin them where they should. A, uh, fucking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's move on. Um, if we were to cast it today, gentlemen, oh, geez. with oh. modern actors, modern Goodness. actors, who do you think? Well, let's start with our, you know, the lead character here. We should play Marlon Brando, Tom Gosling. Hardy, oh. Tom Hardy. Tom yeah, Hardy's, Tom Hardy absolutely. It's not bad. And he mumbles yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got to be wearing Tom a Hardy's mask, the Marlon Brando but, yeah. today. Pretty That's good. fair enough. He, he yeah. was born in the darkness. He's molded by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eva Marie? Who's, instead uh, of her? Uh, Marissa Torme. I like that. I'm thinking Kate Hudson. <laughs> oh, I, was gonna like, I like a Scarlett uh, Johansson. I'm going to go this. with Naomi Watts. Oh, that's a good call. That's a great call. I'm going to go Naomi She's Watts. She's a good actress. Um, or Kate Hudson. No, she getting a little long in the No, because she's got to have the. You went with Marissa Tomei. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be ageist here, but just like to call you out on your logic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I think there was a, I think there might Welcome be a better, the ASMR a better woman for it. Uh, David Morse for uh, for Lee Eva Cobb. Marie for, oh, for <laughs> Eva Marie. No, David Morse for uh, Lee Cobb. Uh, Who's Lee Cobb? Is that uh, the priest? The, no, 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 no. The the the, the bad guy. Yeah, oh, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sykes. Yeah, friendly. John, John, John friendly. John Friendly. John Friendly. Frankly. Johnny Friendly. Frankly, my dear. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Is Leslie Nielsen still alive? No. No. no, no. no. It can't be him. He's not going to play a villain. But, uh, no, he's he can come priest. back. Let's bring him back. So for Eva Marie Saint's dad, though, Willem Dafoe. Okay. okay. Hmm. I can All see right. that, yeah. You just That's think right. his face looks the same. Oh, wrinkle uh, face. Yeah, he just like What about for Charlie? Who's <laughs> playing Charlie? Good wrinkle face. Charlie. Uh, Charlie Oswald. It's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And then uh, Brian Posehn can be the guy with the huge head. Thousand fucking percent. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I yeah. can see that movie. Yeah. Anything Brian Posehn is in, in, in is is great. Got a good flicker. And I know Brian's listening. Brian, you could come to the podcast. Yeah, play D and D with us, <laughs> please. <laughs> um. All right, Sean. Who is the priest? What? Uh, we didn't tell him oh, the that's true. Carl Mullen. Kelsey Grammer. Well, who's bad. that Irish? Who's that Irish actor? That's uh, uh, in- Liam Neeson, Michael J. Fox, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Do you mean Liam? No, stop no. with the, the Liam Gallagher. Okay, so uh, you, you the, the, the the bridesmaids picture where bridesmaids. he's the cop. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Tom yeah. something. John Hamm. No. no. His name's he, something. Oh, he's good. He's in, he's in. I think he'd be. Yeah. I, I just. I think he'd be good in the role. Um, he'd be good. Yeah, because he he's got this this I don't know I just feel like the uh, Liam Cunningham I think is his name Liam the guy Cunningham? who plays uh, he's in um, he's in Game of Thrones right he's, what isn't he in Game of Thrones he's a oh. guy who plays Davos 
No. Oh, oh he no. is good. Oh, oh, you're going off with a different think, uh, guest. Yeah, yeah. Liam, yeah, yeah. No, you know, I actually, uh, I think that'd be good. Yeah, that's yeah, not a bad choice. Nice. Not a bad choice. Am, am I right about the name? I really yeah, Liam Cunningham is his okay. name. Okay, all right, good. Because he was actually, that's, he was a priest in Hunger <laughs> also. Mm. So Chris, some priest experience. What, what's his name? Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Danget. He was Ooh. great in Moon Boy. Chris, you were great in Moon Boy, he was man. In some show called Family Tree. He's not Tree. listening. Stop Somebody tell Chris that he was great yeah, in Moon Chris, Boy. Yeah, hey, pass it along, first guys. First of all, everybody's listening to this. Yeah, everybody listens to this. Everybody's listening to this, Joey. And mm-hmm. their parents. Oh. All around like a, a dinner table. You don't have to be shy anymore. We're famous. Up. I feel nervous You're cracking now. Up. <laughs> You're it's cracking free up. money, Joey. <laughs> All right. Mm. Um, you got milk snorting out their noses. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. So, Sean, uh, we yeah. are out of actors. Let's, uh, let's move on it. from we're this. We're done. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're done. We did a good job. We did a great job. Yeah. I think yeah. Tom Hardy yeah. was your best pick. Yeah. Nice yeah. 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 yeah, that's good. Show us your cock. Show us your cock. Wow. Sean, please take us uh, out of this mess. Yeah. So, what did it look like? Uh, trash. This movie looked like trash. Um, no, it looked pretty decent. The, uh, couple of things that stood out to me were, uh, what's that? It was a little dark in the beginning. Well, yeah, it's the, like, everything was like the Hollywood glamour lighting, except the set was like noir lighting. Yeah. So it was like yeah, they were trying yeah, to like war of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't decide on what they wanted to be. They wanted to like show off these pretty two main actors that they had, but they also wanted to be like dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. Which is like just kind of a fucking weird Lucio Ball sort of like nighttime combination. So it's like it a, just doesn't work. Yeah, it's like it's like mm-hmm. it's like a reel where somebody's trying to say like, oh, I can do your film noir films, exactly. and yeah, I can yeah. also do your romantic comedies. Yeah. So hire me as a DP. Yep, it is. Yeah, it is. It just it felt like indecisive lighting, yeah. and that was yeah. Um, the other thing that really stood out to me was just um, I did the one thing I did like was the the use of all the framing elements. So there was a lot of like foreground things that were like. Um, you know, just kind of prettying up the picture and like directing your eye into specific things and kind of like making sure that you saw in like, instead of just having an empty frame of nothingness, they kind of like use the, the rest of the frame to make sure that you were looking at something that was pretty, but also useful. Some of that um, was a bit much, I'd say. I, yeah, it was. Like the pigeon cage got old. Yeah, the pigeon cage did get old. It's I like did like get it. I really liked when we first got introduced to the pigeon cage and there was a shot when we were looking down and then they stand up and we're looking up and the pigeons change from being on the top of the screen bouncing around to the bottom of the screen bouncing around. I thought that stuff was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it did get, you know, like you said, though, it got old. It got, you know, very mm-hmm. sort of like, uh, this isn't making up for a good movie. Sort yeah. of thing. So everything in the movie got old. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, yeah. But other than that, you know, a lot of wide shots, um, nothing too, uh, too out of the ordinary. Though. A lot of really beautiful shots in New York. Yeah. yeah. Across the, yeah. across the water there. I, I appreciated some of the, maybe you guys can correct me. I thought I noticed that a lot of the scenes, they, they just gradually got closer in as mm. you, like the action got more personal, especially that's, when like uh, called standard coverage there. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I just think he was he was good at it. It was just it was just a real Yeah. I liked some of the scenes that with, with, especially with Brando and her, even Marie Saint, when they were just, you know, getting wider to closer. I thought it was nice. Yeah, no, that's I mean, literally by the book, like yeah. you know, how people do it. But that's true. they did that's one thing they did right. <laughs> um, this is Boris Kaufman. This mm. is the uh, cinematographer. Andy Kaufman's brother. Yeah. He has this. He won an Academy Award for this movie, best hmm. cinematography for um, on the Waterfront. What did he do before did he that this? Posthumously revoked. Do, how is the bar <laughs> El Adelante so for this movie? Did he do El Adelante? 
LL Cool J? I don't believe so. Although he this was his first American film. Oh, did he work in the 30s though? He did. Oh, he did do Adelante. I'm sorry. You're right. La Adelante. So that's a better shot film than this one. Okay, fair enough. Did he win an award for that? Nope. So it's one of He was not known for that. So it's a makeup award. But uh, did he won an award? He also won. He also was the director of photography for vernacular. For what? Twelve Angry Men. Oh, Very good. Yes. Ah, the old Sydney Lummet picture. Which also yeah, had so Lee Cobb. He was good. He, yeah. He's good. He just, I, yeah, this one maybe, I don't know. I well, don't know what's going on. No, no. I mean, quite honestly, it just feels like, um, you know, the, uh, the, too many, too many chefs sort of thing. So yeah. like and actually, you bring he, in these, you know, these big stars. You know stars what it is too? And, also, if it is his first American movie, oh, it could yeah, be yeah. his calling card. Uh, like yeah. it was his calling card. So he's like, he yeah, probably is trying to get, yeah. trying yeah. to get work. I was thinking that the studio is like, we got these oh, beautiful yeah, people. Too, you got to fucking well, glamour. Yeah. Them. It seemed yeah. like the, like the problem with the movie is that it probably had too much money. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It did. It should have been a, a yeah. gritty indie flick yeah. from 1994. Yeah, yeah. hint for yeah. some folks that nobody's gonna nobody's gonna have this problem, but you can fuck something up if you give it too much money. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, originally they were not gonna have Marlon Captain Brando Marvel. as oh, the sure. they were not gonna have Marlon Brando as lead. Captain Brando. Mm. It was gonna be Jim Carrey. It was going to be Frank Sinatra. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That and they, a, they picked mm. Brando because they thought it would make more money and because mm. you bigger star up. Also, well, like. I, really? I wonder how oh, Frank would be so. in that. Yeah. I also have never seen him. Yeah, act. I can't think of an uh, thing that he's <clears throat> starred in. He's or... in some noir stuff and like James Cagney stuff and really? Rat Pack stuff. Yeah. Have you seen any of it? I haven't. Mm. No, but I assume he's just kind of average. No. I don't think he's in. If we'll have to put only that on the we list. Had an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'll definitely watch something with him. Yeah, we're definitely not, uh, not watching Twelve Angry Men because everybody's seen that. I and, actually uh, haven't, but uh, really, yeah. what? Yeah. Well, then you you can pick it. Yeah. It's yeah. a good move. It's coming yeah. up in the future. Yeah, spike viewership. <laughs> That's all that counts. That's all I care about. Yeah, me We're too. We're famous, you see. Yeah. yeah. Well, we want to win awards. Yeah. I want awards. Speaking- What else won awards? And the illusion of, of awards. power. Well, what awards- Freeway transition. Oh, yeah. Freeway transition. <laughs> I believe that there's a song. Where's the song? It's next there's to the song. CB. Um, I love Jesus. <laughs> That's Blue. not the right one. Oh, okay, here it's we go. Favorite button now. <laughs> It's called Guess the Oscar Picks. For now. Um, I love Jesus. <laughs> you can't just tag it, guys. You're going to wear out the love. You know, it's only funny if you do it once in a while. No, it's funny. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? It's like a. Oh, God. Are oh, you just God. pressing make buttons it, for fun? Yeah, he's just. Make it he was, stop. He was going for it. He's, oh, he's going God. for it. It's, it's over. Yeah, it's no, over it's, here. It's done. Yeah, it's yes. done. Too late. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anywho. On to the game. This is the Oscars, the 27th Academy Awards from 1955, March 30th. And it was hosted by none other, none other than Bob, Bob Hope. Hope. Uh-huh. Bob Hope. It's either yeah. been Bob Hope or Jerry Lewis. Well, yeah, you know, Bob from Hope the airport. For like 80 yeah. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The airport guy. Yeah, Bob Hope. Hey, Bob Hope. Hope. Uh, we're not going to talk about the supporting Actually, actors. airport. It's just Burbank now. Yeah, Burbank, Hollywood Airport. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, because fuck Bob Hope. That's yep, why. Apparently. Nice dish, show us your guy. Yeah, hey, Bobby. <laughs> did Bob Hope get me tooed? Why Why did we take his name off? Hey, you know, he showed uh, us his guy. People, and we people were, were confused. Oh. They were like, uh, This isn't Bob Hope's they were, house. No, they said, Where is Bob Hope? Mm. They didn't know it was a is a town called Bob Hope. No. And that's the There's story. a town called Bob Hope? 
No, there's no. Is no. it like the bottom of Africa? No, they wanted to say Hollywood because it's closer to Hollywood than LA is. Yeah, so they wanted more people flying into there. So they wanted to ruin our yeah, nice yeah. airport our to culture. fly out of. Mm-hmm. Our oh, awesome yeah. airport that's it's just still, ours. It's still kind of nice. I can't afford to fly out of there. Yeah. So like... <laughs> So, like, win an Oscar. Speaking of Oscars, donate to our Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) No Patreon. We'll give you an Oscar if you do. Yeah. I'm going to set up a Uh, secret Patreon. Go to fallcast.com. You can donate to the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The the PayPal there. We'll give you you an Oscar. Venmo, Tim Snow, (laughs) Sean. (laughs) Oh, oh, you guys are still gone. Okay. Yeah, we're done. Sorry. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Do we need to play this song again? <laughs> no, I think oh, yeah. do people know what's going on. Whatever. I love Jesus. Okay. <laughs> uh, Got so, a new one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about the supporting actors, but I want to quickly mention that Lee Cobb was nominated. Carl Malden was also nominated. And Rod Steiger as Charlie was also nominated. Ooh, Charlie. Wow. Charlie. That's a lot of nods. Yeah. Uh, and Ava Marie Saint did win Best Supporting Actress for this movie. Okay. Wow. okay. 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 But we're okay. going to be guessing okay. best okay. actor. Mm. Best actor Marlon we have Brando. Bing Crosby, the country girl, Marlon Brando on the waterfront, Humphrey Bogart, the Kane Mutiny, and James Mason, A Star is Born, Dan O'Hurley, O'Hurley, Robinson Crusoe. Jackie Mason. A Star is Born? No, it's it's this guy. Yeah, it's, it's on the waterfront. It's going to be Marlon Brando. It is Marlon Brando. Yeah. Boo. Why does everybody fucking love this movie? His fucking puppy dog eyes, man. It's so great. He does have those. <laughs> yeah. He does have You're those. You're the one who loves him. Eyeliner. I just think he's a good looking dude. That's you what know? he won the award for. Oh, for being good looking. Good looking. Well, that's yeah, what that's acting awards are for. Being good looking. Yeah. yeah. Good looking dude. Best actress. In other words, best looking woman of 1954. Judy Garland, The Star is Born. Audrey Hepburn, Sabrina. Jane Wyman, Magnificent Obsession. Dorothy Dandridge, Carmen Jones. Carmen Jones in the movie. Mm. Grace Kelly, The Country Girl. Well, I'm going with Dandridge. Yeah, it was after Judy Garland's day. Mm. Yeah. Judy Garland, The Star is Born. What were they reading again? Audrey Hepburn, Jane Wyman, Dorothy Dandridge, Grace Kelly. Wyman. Audrey Hepburn. Jane Wyman. Dandridge. The answer is Grace Kelly. Oh. Ah. The Country Girl. Mm. Okay, best director. Audrey Hepburn, man. Best Director, Billy Wilder for Sabrina, Alfred Hitchcock for Rear Window, Elliot Kazan on the Waterfront, George Seaton, The Country Girl, William Wellman, The High and the Mighty. Rear Window. Show us your Hitchcock. Yeah. No, disagree. We've talked uh, about this, yeah, guys. Yeah, he doesn't oh, really? win. He's, he's never won. Ever, oh, so. oh God damn uh, I'm going Take to go, um, <laughs> wait, who's That's the first right. one? Uh, Billy Wilder. I'm going to go Sabrina. Billy Wilder, why not? Okay, so it was Wilder, it was Hitchcock, it was Kazan. Seaton and Wellman. Surprise. Seaton. I'm already out of it. George Seaton did the country girl, the one from Grace. Grace I'm still going to go Wilder, though. Uh, I'm just wild about Wilder. I'm going to go Wellman just for the fuck of it. All right. The answer is Elia Kazan on the waterfront. Wow. I just didn't want that to be the case. Hope beyond hope, dream beyond dream. Best motion picture. Mm. World's worst car. On the waterfront. On the waterfront. (laughs) The Kane Mutiny. The country girl. Seven Brides for Seven Mothers or brothers. Three Coins in the Fountain. Seven the Brides for Seven uh, Brothers. Yeah, I'm going to go on the waterfront because that's probably what Crowd this favorite. movie is. No, I was just correcting you in your reading of the title. It's Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. 
Oh, it's I'm musical, sorry. And it's it a is. beautiful film. I thank you for correcting me. Is that your um, choice? My mother made me watch that one. <laughs> is that your choice? No, it is not. Okay. <laughs> Holy fuck. What did shit, I say? That's not my choice. Um, you said Seven Brides for Seven Mothers. Ah. Um, but that would be uh, weird. either way, either way, either way. Uh, <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Country Girl. No, the answer is on the waterfront. Ah, yeah. I know it was. Yeah. I know it was. I just wanted to guess. Thank God I'm a country girl. Yeah. Yeah, we did it, guys. It also won Best Story in Screenplay. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's kind of strange. You know, strange. America really, yeah. Yeah, we. Uh, The the world's worst comrade, America. Yeah, well, it was a movie about communism at a commie time, and I'm, you know. It also won Best Art Direction Mm. and Set Direction. Really? What did it not win that that you haven't gone over? Who (laughs) did this movie pay off? Yeah, paid off somebody. It didn't win best sound, that's for sure. Oh, no, <laughs> thank God. It didn't win best score, although it was nominated. Score. So that's great. The, like the the praise that this movie has received absolutely astounds me. Really does. Yeah, we we went over some of that. Yeah. Uh, Sean's pointing to history, so let's. Do you want to talk more about the history of it? And we talked yeah. a little bit about Elia Kazan's personal dealings with the McCarthy yeah. era. We didn't really talk about it in regards to film era, really. This well, is our first kind of film talking about that kind of stuff. Do you know anything about the actual history of the time, though? The, the um, you know, what these people were going through in the 50s as far well, as like... there's the Red Scare, for sure. I mean, there was actually two Red Scares. There was probably one earlier, too. But this it's is just, the third now. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just post-World War II, so we're all now scared of the Soviet Union because they're super powerful. And the 50s was where the Soviet Union was the most powerful, really. That late 50s, early 60s era where they caught up to us economically in some ways in the space race and as well. So I think I definitely- I don't think this movie on, on the nose really tackled any of that stuff. No, no. I agree. No. I, and I think that's a, a fault of the movie. And it was just so vague in its way and just seemed like more of a Jesus story than necessarily a classist type of tale about, you know- well, toppling the corrupt union it leaders. It was Ilya Kazan saying, I'm not a backstabber. It really was. I am Jesus. <laughs> it, he put the focus yeah. all on Brando and that character mm. instead of the workers. Yeah, yeah which and, is bad. I mean, he showed a little of them. But, and again, the ending was, was, was good, but- it didn't really show them, I don't know, in such a good light either. They kind of like let Brando get beat yeah, up. Yeah, he had them all be real wieners until yeah. it was safe, yeah. you know? Yeah. They, well, yeah, it's yeah. all. It's, and it's even like, then, it's kind of a commentary leader. on the proletariat yeah. in many ways. Well, yeah, I mean, the strong not leader versus one, the no, not a good no, one. but it's also kind and of to, uh, apt. I, I, that's a podcast there. Well, in yeah. Itself. yeah. Do you think that but, uh, people can revolt without, uh, or people are just comfortable, so they won't revolt with unless yeah, they have someone? You know, I think I think that well, a, a huge. Uh, Focus in this film was something that they referred to as D and D. You know, shout outs yeah. to Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, but they referred to as D and D, deaf and dumb. Yeah, and what uh, is actually like historically referred to as the concept of omerta, which is an Italian uh, tradition of not talking to cops. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the so you can you can kind of have the workers inactivity and their like unwillingness to be any sort of active participant in anything that's going on around them. You can, you can dress it up in that a little bit and they try to, but uh, yeah, I just saw it as like a um, kind of showing us or I guess articulating the ineffectiveness of all of this power. 
So like all of the power actually resides with all of these people, but they kind of uh, abject or you know allow these mm. five people to control everything for no real reason mm. other than like they're individually afraid. Yeah. But like the you know the mass is more powerful, but individually none of them realize it. I, yeah. I, I think it was very. I, I hate when people do this. Animal Farm like yeah, everyone yeah. makes a fucking Animal Farm reference. That's a great book. But, yeah, but I mean it's it's how the union is supposed to be this socialist yeah, yeah. paradise, and you have you know Johnny Friendly, literally his name is Johnny fucking Friendly. You know he's supposed to be the guy who looks out for everyone. I took you to ball games, you know. I took you to polo grounds, but he's the guy who's you know is the most evil and takes over this oligarchy of guys who just, you know, what Mike might makes right kind of thing. So yeah, good you know. job, Johnny friendly. Yeah, it, it, it was, friendly. It's your standard, you know, your standard socialist story about how, <laughs> standard. <laughs> <laughs> is bad. Yeah. about how someone takes over the socialist leadership and rules from an oligarchical yeah, standpoint. Good, <laughs> it's your standard <laughs> version of that. Your standard Venezuela. Yeah, and then in the end, they elect Marlon Brando president. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. How did he yeah. survive too? That was well. Weird. He survived so he could carry his meat hook like a cross. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> is it a meat hook? What is it for? Well, I don't know. It's carrying it, stuff. Honestly, right? like I just really wanted to see somebody use it as a weapon against the meat. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I was looking like for hook. it. Gaff hook. Gaff mm -hmm. hook. Oh uh, well, it's also a meat hook. I, I, yeah. I just thought he was going to stab him with it. Like a surprise. That would have been dope. I thought you we like fish hooked him with it. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. gonna happen. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, the, I mean the the meat hook was, I I would say almost a Chekhov's gun. The only reason that it did kind of pay off is because his brother was hung by the meat hook. Uh, right. but, yeah. his but no one was actually killed with a meat I hook. Was I definitely expected someone to get killed by no a meat zip hook. line. So speaking no of zip Chekhov, line, I was yeah. pissed off. Yeah. They really fucked it up with the actual gun. Yes, they did. It oh. never went off. Yeah, very true. Yeah. He didn't even, like, at the moment where you really thought he was going to just shoot the picture. Totally. He just throws the gun at the wall. Yeah. And also, it's going to go off. Should have mm. gone off. Yeah. Should have yeah. gone off and killed the priest. That'd be great. That's a movie. That's a good movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it to kill the priest, but I thought it'd right, well, be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting, but he's good, priest. It's John the Baptist or something. Yeah, he's what a is good, this, Game of Thrones? He's we can't just give guy, people plot armor. You know, I mean, he's a, a maester. It's a doggy dog exactly. world. Yep. You gotta All kill right. some priests. Doggy yeah, dogs. Yep. Hell Satan. Yep. What? No. 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 Derek, hmm. do you have any reviews? I do. So uh, you guys kind of touched on one of the things that the guy was talking about in this particular re review. I'm gonna summarize, sort of. Uh oh. Uh, Simpsons fan 62. Oh, he sounds good. Oh, Two. goodness. Uh, <laughs> Buckle up, boys. A boomer. Yeah. <laughs> on the 20th of June, 2006, uh, connected to his nearest computer in the library and wrote <laughs> the following <laughs> one star out of 10 review. Uh, a rat bastard's lame justification for ruining his friends' lives. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. <laughs> yeah. So he goes. Bad comrade, Ilya Kazan. Yeah. Solid dude right here. So some snitches movies can't, can't, just can't adequately uh, be critiqued without invoking their politics. The fact that Ilya Kazan made On the Waterfront in the first place makes it fair game for reviewing the film from that point of view of a political <laughs> statement. Uh, and then he goes on to, of course, explain about Ely Kazan testifying in front of the people and turning against his friends. Um, 
Uh, he even goes as far as saying, um, let me see, uh, that he, he basically did this to save his own Greek behind. There is certainly no indication that Kazan at any time really had any great belief that communists were infiltrating Hollywood and were hell-bent on destroying the American way of life. You know, buying things you don't need and dying in faraway lands to contribute to a president's inferiority over the size of his own testicles. Wow. Yeah, this guy's oh intense. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I mean, it was 2006. Yeah, it was 2006. Maga. It was a yeah. tense time. That was a restrepo yeah. time. Yep. It only got worse after that, right? Uh, Everything kind of fell, fell apart. Well, it, like, yeah. 2006. Subject matter of the documentary. Uh, he goes on Very to talk specific. about the fact that uh, this analogy doesn't work. Elia uh, uh, Kazan is no Terry Malloy. Kazan wasn't bruised and beaten on his quest to become a hero by rooting out a criminal element. He was a uh, bum and a rat bastard who should have been strung up by his tongue instead of awarded Oscars. The fact that this piece of sludge won so many Academy Awards is in itself a testament to the fact that the communist element in Hollywood was minor at best. Uh, and then he goes on to go and say that Elia um, Kazan is worse than Charles Manson. <laughs> Manson was insane. I love this dude. Uh, he can be excused uh, to a certain extent. What? Kazan didn't have to name names. He didn't have to attend the hearings at all. He knew exactly what he was doing. He did it. And then he lived the rest of his life never once expressing regret. Instead, he took hundreds of thousands of dollars and made a movie to justify his own cowardly rat bastard actions. Do yourself a favor, ignore this movie when Turner Classic Movie airs it as one of their essentials. Uh, the only essential thing about this piece of garbage is that it's essential we all learn the lesson that being a rat bastard with an Oscar still makes you a rat bastard. I fucking love that. 33. Standing ovation. Also, oh, good job. Oh, shit. Good job. Oh, shit. <laughs> good job letting <laughs> us know letting us know that Essentials was in quotes without yes. mm. yes. saying Thank you. Mm. Thank you. It felt uh, like italics. But 33 in quotes. Out of 77 quotes. people found that helpful. Hmm. There's 44. Well, four yeah, more of us found it pretty 44 helpful. 44 fucking <laughs> capitalists out there. Red bastard. <laughs> Sympathizers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it, guys. That's, uh, you know, oh. you want to read the full review of this guy, you can log on the stupid IMDb and check it out for yourself. Yeah, it's pretty good. Simpsons yeah. 62. Simpsons fan 62. Simpsons Thank you so much. 62. Thank good you, guy. Simpsons you know, fan. He listens to the show. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Big fan of Big fan. The Simpsons also. Yeah. yeah, please donate to our Patreon. Oh, Fuck Patreon. I'm going to set up a secret Patreon. You guys can donate to it. <laughs> okay. Don't tell Sean. Well, we finally come There's to the- PayPal on the website. No, don't no. tell Sean. We don't have to cut <laughs> it in on it. Win-win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, any more jokes before I continue? No, go oh, ahead. Uh, totally uh, yeah, just, just, sure. just making sure we can get them all out. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What'd you say? What what news? He had Eric Clapton. We got some news. Oh well, no, he just asked for a joke, and I okay. I only did it halfway. Like explaining it, the, the joke was that I didn't even do a joke about it. It was fantastic. It's you should have been there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Really God, well, I missed well, it. You know what we're yeah. gonna do now, guys? We're gonna yeah. finish this podcast because we're we? gonna rate this we film. Are? Oh jeez. Uh, and I'm gonna go right to 
Ooh, Don't Derek. Kick me. Yeah. God dang. I was diverting eyes, man. I was diverting eyes. Um, okay, so for this, I'm going to give it a seven. No. Six out of 12. Hmm. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty low on the Derek scale. I mean, explain it's, yourself, it's, sir. It's, it's in the 50%. middle of the pack. Yep. You okay. can watch it. You know, it's got some stuff in it that's fine <laughs> enough to like make it through all the way to the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but upon the, like, the crown that sits upon its head should not be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does not deserve very, the very, crown. Very astute, sir. And, uh, and so for that reason. You gave it a seven out of 10 still, though? No, I, I gave 10. it a six, six out of 12. Six out of, okay, solid, yeah, yeah, solid, yeah. solid. So that's a 50%. Yeah, yeah. For those of you percenters out there. Yeah, yeah. for those of you college are. students out that there. The 50% it. of the 50 percenters. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was my burn. That's a burn. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good burn. That's, that's a good burn. one. Sweet burn. That's a good one. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Feel it. So that's it. John, 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 John. I struggled a bit. Um, after a bit of pondering and hearing Derek weigh in there, um, I am going to go with two out of five stars. I was considering the two and a half to put it right in the middle, but this is just under enjoyable. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. It's, uh, Were there yeah, moments that. that you didn't like? Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Um, you know, there's, there's definitely some good cinematography. There are some good shots. The lighting, like I said, is kind of fucked. Um, but yeah, overall, like, yeah, no. This is the emperor's wearing no clothes. Like this is this is bullshit. Mm. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, we want to go old Timmer. Oh, no, go me first. Yeah, you first. Uh, yeah, you I, first. I think that uh, I'm going to give this one a six out of ten, mm. and that's one of my lower ratings. Actually, I I did not enjoy this movie. I just didn't. I thought it was very superficial. I mean, I got the story. I I, I just think. Brand- did you get it? Are you sure you got it? Yeah. Okay. Did you get? It? <laughs> I, I mean, I think I did. Because if you didn't see it, we can tell it to you. Yeah. I guess so. I, I, I think- A repeat viewing is in order. Let's watch it again. Yeah. I am su- I'm surprised at the hype for sure. Number eight on AFI is pretty crazy. Um, anyways, it's it's something you, I guess you could watch because you can say you watched it. You know, it's like- Yeah, it's more yeah, here's obligatory your metal. than- Yeah, exactly. You're doing your you homework. You're yeah, eating you your vegetables. Your yeah. But yeah. I don't know. You can skip this be honest you yeah watch this one. yeah Skip it. just really, say you watched it there, there really is nothing True. there yeah that's that's required viewing no. at all yeah um and for that very reason i'm gonna give this two corpses and one beat up guy out of one coat <laughs> and right. uh i got that and, yeah. it's, and that 33 percent <laughs> is gonna be because some parts of the movie did work mm-hmm Mm. But yeah. just like the just like the guy in the coat that didn't die, <laughs> you can't really understand why. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. yeah. And that's, that's all true. I have to say about that. True. <laughs> Very yeah, well true. said. Very well said. So um next week, Sean, do you have a pick for us? Uh gentlemen, I believe we are, you know, I always have the the right to uh to change my my prerogative as as a woman does, but um Next week, I believe we're going to go with uh, His Girl Friday. His Girl His Friday. His Girl Friday. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Right. Don't even know what that one is. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Should yeah, be good. All be right. Good. Uh, good. Join us for, you know. Now who's ready for a four away? Yep. <laughs> nice classic. 
Is uh, that his girl Friday, right? Yeah, that's in that too. Is it? Yeah, that exact line. Yeah. I was just talking yeah. about the four way. No, it's you, in the. Yeah. You nailed it. You yeah. nailed it. Steve. You nailed it. Good job. Nice. Yeah. So, Sean, well, what other shows should we uh, listen to? Um, be sure to check out all those fine shows on the podcast network. We got going down to the park. We got things we work on. We got literally, literally follow tinkering and Wild Wild Westworld, and then the show that you're already listening to. Uh, the, check out all the lovely shows on the podcast network at podcast.com. And uh, oh, hit us up on the Twitters and the tweets and yeah. the celluloid breakdown at, at the Twitters and at J O E B O N I E R, uh, at text B and 4 and calling. At Derek Laporte and uh, Tim Snow, are you still hiding? Or are you? I'm not on Twitter. No. Yeah, yeah. You just... But the British History Podcast is on Twitter. <laughs> At British History Podcast. Yeah, very creative. Yeah. Um, Hit him up. No, Tell him to listen to you. Celluloid breakdown. Either way, history. Yeah. British History Podcast. Jamie Jeffers. We have to do the greatest crossover ever if they want. I really would like that. <laughs> yeah. If we could watch, well, we already watched Robin Hood. We could Can watch we another Jamie bird. Jeffers on the program. Sure, just I mean, he's in he's in Portland. Just email him. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm also Drive six down. years behind on the podcast. <laughs> he so, like, might be dead. so he might be probably dead. dead. <laughs> like, yeah, you're six years behind. He's, yeah, he's under a sand dune in Iraq somewhere. Like, oh yeah. wow, that was dark. Yeah, sorry. Damn, he fit in the bag. Uh, <laughs> we can cut that, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we were laughing at the end of that. Yeah, <laughs> we're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>